855-453. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you call to get on the air and let us know what's on your mind. If you want to talk about almost anything, you can call and get on the radio. That's 855-450-3733. In studio, it's myself, Chris. It's Ian. And nobody. And, well, you know, Walmart sort of drives retail. What Walmart does, a lot of companies tend to follow. And in this case, Walmart tightened up their policies on open carry. Now, open carry is when people carry a sidearm or a long rifle and they carry it openly as Mm -hmm. opposed to concealed carry where they typically don't show um, uh, their method of Mm self-defense. So after the tragic shooting in a Walmart store in Texas, Walmart has decided, and I think that this was covered on this show a few nights ago. Yeah. Um, we read their press release. Yeah, that they were no longer, they basically said, please don't. Um, They said they are respectfully requesting, which is different, in my opinion, than setting an actual rule. Um, And uh, it leaves that sort of open wiggle room where it's almost begging for people to come and challenge it. And and as I said on Tuesday night, um, I don't generally support the idea of protesting on private property. But I wouldn't blame somebody who wanted to find out what their policy really was. Like, oh, are you just requesting? Because if so, I'll uh, accept the request and ignore it uh, because I would like to open carry my gun. And then Mm -hmm. they walk into the Walmart and who knows what happens as a result of that. Purportedly, they're going to be training their uh, management and their staff to handle this in a certain certain way that's supposed to be de-escalating whatever conflict. And Johnson was concerned because basically they're going to require all managers to walk right up to a man walking in with a gun, no matter what the circumstances are, and basically be the first to go. I think it's a it's a horrible move for safety. Uh, Walmart, I've always considered to be a very safe store because here in New Hampshire, where this show is broadcast from, it's routine for me to see somebody open carrying in Walmart. I've done it. I'm, yep, I'm sure. It. I'm sure a lot of people have. And me, I, I'm always concealed carrying. Um, but it makes me feel good that, you know, if someone with... Uh, with a a bad heart decides to come in and and cause some trouble, there is somebody there who will respond. Now for Walmart, this means that, you know, it it was sort of a nod. I also felt to people who concealed carry. So for example, years ago when Starbucks said, Mm. you know, when people are open carrying in Starbucks, I said, you know, we just respectfully ask you to not bring your guns. Okay. Well that, that to me was pretty straightforward and I haven't stepped inside a, a Starbucks. I do like their coffee, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't stepped inside a Starbucks, and that's me sort of respecting their private property rights. If you don't want me here, that's fine. I'll quit buying your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, with Walmart, um, they're not saying don't bring your gun. They're saying don't let anybody see your gun if you are bringing a gun. Well, they're using there. the same language as Starbucks, this respectfully request thing. They do, but... <laughs> Wal- uh, Starbucks applied to they they asked that yeah. guns no longer be in their stores concealed. Yeah, there's or only open. so many right. weasel words in the English language, and <laughs> right. that was just 
weasel-worded corporate speak, That's so it doesn't is. surprise me that that they said the same thing in terms of the intro. They didn't but say. what they asked is very different. Don't bring your guns is very different than then don't, open, don't carry. open carry. That's true, but um, it's both bad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's both it's both bad because Walmart me, is alienating a carry... long time group of customers by doing this. I mean, they are going to be pissing people off big time. Are they? I think um, so. I think there's a certain uh, certain number of of the population who just wants to be angry because mm-hmm. they told me I couldn't do something. Well, I used to be able to do it, well, even though I never did it. Uh, they they're re- saying they don't want me there. They didn't say you couldn't. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. They just requested that you not. Yeah. That's a preference. It's not a rule. <laughs> yeah. I I will respect Walmart's private property rights. Now that that's where I come from. If, so if will they, I. If they yeah. don't want me there, if they want to go through and release press releases and tell them I don't want people yeah. open carrying in my store. Yeah, I'll we don't like that. your kind is generally enough <laughs> for me not to come back. I expect more than that from customer service. Um, <laughs> well, I see what playing. you're saying. They're not saying we don't like your kind. They're saying. They're saying we like you. Just don't show yourself. Just don't show your gun. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. Now, the other thing, which is almost secondary news, well, I mean, they, they dropped some ammo sales, too. And that that hits me in the pocketbook because I've traditionally always bought my you know target and practice ammo at walmart it's well the good news is there's place. plenty of online ammunition sellers <laughs> there are yeah. um and local it, gun shops will probably oh, appreciate they, your business as well they certainly do and i do buy certain kinds of rounds at local gun shops for example concealed carry loads uh handgun loads that are really designed to you know, not go all the way through, but just to hit the person and make a really big Dumb mess. Dumbs. I really, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. well, I don't want something that's going to penetrate. Now, Walmart was great for, you know, target rounds, you know, practice rounds. That was, that was perfect, and it was really cheap. So, yeah, you're right, Ian. Now yeah. I will have to wait. Uh, it's funny, though. I did the same online. thing. I bought my target rounds at Walmart, and I bought my self-defense rounds at, at a specialty store. Yeah, and uh, that won't change, but, you know, I, I, it was kind of convenient, and I could all, I was always, you know, I could get my purchases past Colleen because there'd be, like, groceries, uh, milk, uh, you know, stuff for the house, cleaning supplies, uh, 500 rounds of 5.56 ammo. It was just, uh, she's... You, you're hearing something. You're I'm hearing this. something weird. I don't know what it is. That's strange. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, but it was just my way of uh, sort of sneaking things past the home budget. That's all it was. And and, and I could get away with it that way. That's all right. Um, the thing is, is whether, you, whether Walmart wants uh, people to open carry or not, uh, I think it's it's sort of a drag because it will keep some number of people from leaving the house with their gun. And yeah. I think the world is a safer place. Just drape your shirt over it if you really want to go to Walmart, right? Then you can, right. It doesn't say you can't be printing, right? <laughs> you can just have a big print. Well, dude, yeah. I, I print everywhere I go. I, I always carry. I, I am yeah. not ever without armed. Uh, I'm, I'm never not armed unless I'm in the shower. Um, that's mm. the only time or if it's not. Do you leave it right outside the shower so you can grab? I do. Yeah. I do. There's <laughs> actually a picture of me at Pork Fest walking to uh, 
the shower and I'm wearing a bathrobe and carrying a towel and the bathrobe is being held uh, held shut by my gun belt. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, but today I went to Walmart and it didn't stop me. I just, I tend to. Was there signage carry. up yet? Because they said that signage is coming for the in the next few weeks. I didn't see. I, and really to the point, I didn't really care. You know, they didn't say we don't want any guns here. They don't want open carry guns. And I just don't open carry. Right. Anyway. They're trying to play it both yeah. ways. They're trying to uh, appease whoever it was that was complaining, oh, yeah. who I suspect aren't Walmart customers for the most part. I suspect they're coming from out the outside, people who hate Walmart, people who are targeting Walmart, uh, to try to get them to change their policy. So they want to appease those people, but at the same time try to let the gun owners know, well, we still kind of support you. You can carry a gun, just has to be concealed, and no, we're not going to sell a bunch of ammo, and we're going to stop selling handguns apparently as well. Yeah, Most that, of the that people can, uh, Alaska, are- and that's it. Most of the people who are rich enough to have absolute faith in the state uh, don't tend to shop at Walmart that much. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Well, <laughs> the reason it's only affecting Alaska is because they're already not selling handguns to the rest of the states, correct? That's correct. I don't know when Walmart ever sold uh, handguns in stores. Hmm. Like a, when I wanted to buy a handgun. I don't think they did. A Walmart was never my uh, first choice, and I always supported a local gun shop when I would buy my sidearm. When I want to buy something, my life could really depend on it. I don't want to buy it at Walmart. Um, (laughs) 855-450-FREE. What do you think? It turns out a lot of other stores are following in Walmart's footprints and choosing not to allow open carry. This is Free Talk Live. is free talk live 855 450 free that's our toll free number that's 855 450 3733 you can also hit us up on discord discord is very cool you just download and install the discord app you can use your high speed internet connection your quality microphone and go to discord.com freetalklive.com and it'll tell you how to connect to us and if you sound great man it makes it all worthwhile for us of course the essence studios myself chris and ian and nobody and we have been so how do phones work on discord do we know how do phones phones yeah like a cell phone discord on your phone yeah there's an app okay yeah and it makes you sound way better Okay, it is a, it is good sound from a phone. I wasn't yes. sure if that qualified as a high quality microphone. <laughs> it or is, not. The phone's got a good microphone in it. It's just okay. you know the thing is when you call over a phone line, you're going through the old system, right? So even though the phone companies have put in voice over IP technology and whatever, they still have to uh, essentially take the quality of a call down to standard legacy plain old telephone system. So you, know, you want to make sure you have a Wi-Fi connection. It doesn't, it doesn't it. hurt. Really, yeah. um, you probably sound fine over your normal data connection as well. I mean, oh, okay. you're, you're only talking about a 64K stream coming out of your phone. But the thing is, if you're just calling on the phone instead of Discord, you're going uh-huh. over the old phone network. So it has to step the quality of your call down so you can still call grandma at right. her house with the old landline. Right, because right? it's still the equivalent of a twisted pair connection Correct. all the way across the it's country. It's emulating it now, it's, basically, is yeah. what they're doing. They, In some they, places, yeah. they might... Might be emulating it, 
but, and some places uh, they still have the, yeah, the in, copper. In, in a lot of places, it's it's right. still there. So basically, the old phone system, I mean, for without getting too technical, mm-hmm. it just rolls off after a certain frequency range, which is why it sounds you know you don't, you can't hear any low end when you're talking to somebody. You can't hear the like the the bass in their voice. That's gone. Yep. That doesn't exist on on phones. Yeah. But with Discord, you get a full you know sort of a full range of uh, of the human voice. Right. So I, I worked for a company called Akimian labs and uh we wrote software that would talk to the phones uh to the phone company's switching equipment so that we could pinpoint if if a call from new york to california failed Mm -hmm. we had to figure out where Where? the break was Mm -hmm. and and that's non-trivial it uses some very funky physics that i never really understood i could you know i could write the code to do the math but it didn't make sense. So with Discord, it's just an IP to IP connection. You're just dealing with a high quality audio stream, so it's it and sounds much better. It does, yeah. and without the phone company software, which is intended to introduce enough noise when you're talking that it sounds like a phone line. Yeah, yeah. They, now they really do that. That's interesting. Yeah, um, and I can understand why they do that because if I have a, a perfect line, I might think I'm not connected. Right. And that's that was the problem when they started to roll this stuff out. So they artificially huh. created a poor phone line. Now, is that something? Uh, I I don't know if you would know this, but is that something that the engineers intend to fade out over time? I would uh, is hope. that an accommodation for older people? Because on the one hand, I can see why they might want to do that, but it would be kind of weird to do it forever. I like when yeah. you say older people, and uh, both you and Ian swivel towards me. No, you were looking at me anyway. Uh, well, I'm definitely deafer than you are. Uh, <laughs> Did we determine that nobody's older than you? No, nobody's younger than Nobody's me. younger than you? Okay. Oh, no, that, that's just depressing to say. <laughs> Nobody is younger than me. Uh, <laughs> I know y'all are both in your early 50s. I just forget which one. Oh, yeah. which. you're very kind. I'm in the very first 50. See, I'm in, I'm in more 50s. <laughs> All right, well, let's stop the dork talk and get back into... Exactly. Uh, We've been talking about guns. Walmart, and, and this radio program covered this earlier, that Walmart was asking people politely not to open carry in their stores, and they also announced that they were going to do away with sales of some rifle um, some rifle ammunition, specifically 5.56. That's what AR-15s use. Mm. I'm not sure if they did other ones. That was the one that was in the article that I read. And they're I think they just, mentioned 223. Yeah, 223 is 556. Oh, it's the same? Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're, they're interchangeable. They're different rounds, but they're interchangeable. So ah. nothing that you could put in an AR-15. And I heard they were discontinuing sales of uh, handgun software. Or handgun software. <laughs> discontinuing uh, handgun ammunition, too. Um, in addition to doing away with the only handgun sales Walmart still has, and that was in the state of Alaska. So they're basically now, useless for anyone that wants to defend themselves. Now, the yeah. thing that's really going to be interesting is, is this going to be an invitation to mass shooters to go to places like Walmart and Kroger and CVS because now they know you're probably not armed, so it's not quite a gun-free zone, but, you know, more, there's more chance of them, uh, of them uh, reaching what is the holy grail for 
a mass shooter and that's being the only person in the room who has a gun and being very confident that nobody else possesses the ability to Mm -hmm. stop you that was some of the news from today big retailers this comes to us from cbs news big retailers from walmart to walgreens ask customers to refrain from open carrying a growing list of retailers is asking patrons to leave their firearms behind when they shop at, this was announced today, CVS, Walgreens, and Wegman Food Markets on Thursday, uh, these businesses joined other large chains in requesting that customers refrain from openly toting guns in their store, even if they live in states that allow the practice. The move follows similar changes in, quote, open carry, unquote, policies earlier this week by Walmart and Kroger. Walmart, the world's biggest retailer by revenue, has been under intense pressure after separate shootings that recently killed 24 people in two of its stores within a week. In announcing the shift, CEO Doug McMillan described multiple incidents of people, quote, attempting to make a statement, unquote, by entering a Walmart wielding firearms, you know this is the scaring work workers and customers. Stupid stuff that I, you know, I don't agree with. Like it's their business. You know, you shouldn't be taking your protest to somebody's private property. Generally, mm-hmm. um, I I wouldn't blame someone for doing it now. Now that they've made such a uh, sort of a half-assed statement where it's not really clear what they want to happen. Right. Um, but these guys were just going in to try to make a, well, like you said, make a statement or get some attention uh, or whatever it was that they were attempting to do. They got it. Yeah. They and got attention. Yeah. Yeah. Caused Walmart yeah. to do away with Did rounds. you just make a poisoning the well argument? No. <laughs> I don't think so. It kind of okay. was. I can um, see that. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I always felt it was important how you did uh, open carry, um, and you know, one of the th- like you can't open carry and be grumpy. Mm-hmm. You can't walk around with a scowl on your face. <laughs> right. You can't open carry and be rude to people. Uh, and you know, if you're not gonna, if, if if you can't bring yourself to be a model of civility, then you probably shouldn't open carry. I agree. 855-450-FREE. What do you think about open carry and what do you think about these retailers? This is Free Talk Live. You love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. And it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com This is Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. 855-450-450. 3733. That's the number to call to get on the air and talk about what you want. This is open phones. We're talking about Walmart's move to ask customers politely not to open carry in their stores. And today we had another three or four or five store chains announce a similar policy. The ri- uh, something interesting about this. 
is the uh this is really i mean they were getting huge pressure i'm sure to take a strong stand we don't want any guns in our store ever that's what the gun grabbers who are the establishment want to hear from walmart so really the fact that what they issued was a was a limited and and somewhat wishy-washy statement actually what it tells me is that there's somebody at Walmart who who was fighting against taking the path of least resistance which is completely caving that is true uh i thought about that also i mean they they could have done this you can you see a lot of companies with their knee-jerk reactions to, you know, I think uh, Panera Bread and um, Starbucks. I mean, Starbucks was a little more nuanced. Panera Bread just literally said, we don't want them in here. And I respect that. Um, but Walmart, you're right. It does seem like a very measured, intentional response. Yeah. Now, these and other companies. to some companies, extent, they also have to consider their... Um, their legal position, which is, I think a mass shooting is more likely because Walmart at at a Walmart is more likely because they've taken this this direction. But I think a successful judgment against them due to a legal judgment against them is less likely because legal judgments don't really depend on reality; they depend on perception. That's true. Uh, as we mentioned before, we let's see, we had uh, CVS, Walgreens, and Wegmans Foods uh, announced Thursday. The move follows similar changes in open carry policies earlier this week at Walmart and Kroger. Walmart, the world's biggest retailer by revenue, has been an, under intense pressure uh, after two separate shootings that recently left 24 people dead in two different stores within a week. In announcing the shift, CEO Doug McMillan described multiple incidents of people, quote, attempting to make a statement, unquote, by entering Walmarts with weapons. Um, His claim is it scares our employees. It scares customers. I'm like, well, okay. Um, People can be sensitive to that type of thing. I appreciate that. And not all of it's gun grabbers. Sometimes it's just a mom, you know, who, who hasn't been around guns. She's from Massachusetts. She's from Massachusetts. She'll never be around <laughs> guns and, until the cop uh, arrests her. Um, yet the retailers seem to be walking a fine line between trying to respond to the rash of mass shootings of late. Well, I don't believe it's a rash, but that's their word. Uh, ra- rash of mass shootings of late while not angering customers who support gun rights, experts say, noting that the new policies stop short of outright bans on firearms in stores. Quote, most stores are nervous about this. Gun carriers don't take kindly to being told, unquote, not to bring their guns in along, um, not to bring their guns along, said Timothy Litton, a law professor at Georgia State University and firearm industry expert. Given Walmart's national customer base, the retailer is, quote, worried about offending pretty much anybody unquote he said he yeah man, that's a uh, it's a tough position to be in because you know this is one of the reasons why business owners generally don't want to take a political position even if they you know on a small level even at a, at a local level 
you won't have almost never will you see business owners uh, taking a side on an issue because they don't want to upset a fraction of their potential customers and lose them. Right. Um, and so they, even though they may feel strongly about one issue or another, whether we're talking about a gun ban or a smoking ban or, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever it happens to be, or a Republican versus a Democrat versus a, you know, whatever, they won't go out and express themselves because they don't want their customers to punish them. Right. And yeah. I am a small business owner and I take exactly that. I if I can change uh, the subject, I, I will. Yeah, but well, you've gone out and done stuff, though. I mean, you've, you, you've I have done controversial things. Yeah. I've seen you, oh, yeah. you know, open carrying with the Oath Keepers. Right. So, in front of the know, military recruiting that's center. That's taking a risk. And really, to me, that's one of the differences between corporations and individuals. Well, you yeah. know, one thing you'll notice is like Atlas shrugged. There was only one corporation involved. All of the companies were sole proprietorships. The one, co- the one, uh, the one corporation was Taggart Transcontinental, and it was rotten to the core and being run by a mid-level manager who was the only competent person in the place, and just had this unhealthy obsession with keeping the trains rolling. Right. <laughs> Um, I will say that as a small business owner, so I've, I've often thought, you know, I should put up a, you know, open carry welcome here or something like that. And, and I've told that to small groups that, you know, have used our facilities and stuff like that. Um, but I, we decided not to do that. You know, most of our customers are, I'm going to say pretty anti-gun, you know, just, just, Mm -hmm. just judging by the number of, uh, that's surprising given this is, uh, New Hampshire, but this is keen New Hampshire and his, store has a lefty vibe to it sure it does and we have you know our our, our typical customer it's about 80 90 percent women um you know and i i see a lot of bernie sanders uh bumper stickers in the parking lot that's that's a fairly staple thing so i don't do that but i also carry every day and uh colleen has easy access to firearms i won't say where um but we're an armed store you know, and I've had people open carrying in there and I don't say anything, you know, other than I might compliment them on what they're carrying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but if see, I ever I, had, I had a lot of people thank me when I was open carrying in New Hampshire, because mm-hmm. here a lot of people understand that it makes people safer. Yes. Um, Taco Biondo gives you an open carry discount. Do nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and some places do. Um it's it's up to each but business. But it's not on the front door. It's right. just something that he'll tell you about if he sees you open carry. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing is that's something that would cause somebody, if you put it on the front door, somebody, probably somebody who doesn't even come in there, will get their panties in a bunch right. and have a hissy fit about that. Right. And that's that's the difference. And, you know, Walmart, I think, was just in a position, especially after two shootings, at Walmart stores, which had never, you know, I, I think those were the first mass shootings that ever occurred in a Walmart. I think it would be the yeah, stupidest well, place because... Yeah, well, they're almost the first ones that haven't, haven't occurred, occurred in gun-free zones. Right. That's true. And that was a big a big difference. Uh, Wegman says, quote, there's nothing more important than the safety of our customers and employees. The sight of someone with a gun can be alarming and we don't want anyone to feel that way at Wegmans. Uh, side note, your prices make me feel <laughs> alarmed. Uh, 
but that's I digress. Uh, for this reason, we prefer that customers not openly carry firearms into our stores. They they said that on Twitter today. That's just a preference. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's not an actual they rule. They are using this. Uh, and it doesn't violate your gun rights to ask you to put something over it. No. Yeah. And that's just, you know, and it was interesting. I, I posted something about this stuff. And, of course, one of my, you know, lefty friends on Facebook, oh, it's not violating your Second Amendment rights. Well, I never right. said it was. Actually, I posted something from like Babylon B or The Onion about this whole story. And I get it. It it wasn't my point. It's parody. They have property rights and they should be able to make whatever rules they wish. They'll we, also have to live with those. We got more coming up on this. Um, but I also want to say thank you to Dave Burns, who is a Free Talk Live Platinum Amplifier. He's contributing 25 bucks a month to the AMP program. We'll tell you more about that a little bit later. But you can go to amp.freetalklive.com. To learn more about it now and join yourself, we'll continue in moments. This is Free Talk. This is Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number. That's 855-450-450. 3733. Hey, I wanted to tell you about the Edge wallet. No, this is not a wallet that goes in your pocket. It is a digital wallet. It's used to store and buy and sell and securely trade your cryptocurrency. You it's user controlled. You own your money. What that simply means is there are these things called keys, and it's really important to keep your crypto keys. You know them and nobody else does. Um, Edge Wallet does a great job of managing those for you. Um, There's support for Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Tokens, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, and many, many more. They are a veteran team they've been building since 2014, and they believe in securing your freedom. You can find out more at edge.app. That's edge.app. And I use the Edge Wallet. Me too. I like it. I just used mine tonight mm. at the Thirsty Owl for breakfast. Did you? Yeah. You like breakfast. I like breakfast anytime. And, and I can get it there for crypto. <laughs> exactly. I use Coinomi, but the uh, electnobody.com site uses Edge. All right. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, we have been talking about Walmart and now more more retailers following Walmart's example and Asking people politely not to open carry in their stores. The story continues. Uh, Most states allow residents to openly carry firearms in public spaces, but the rules vary. By contrast, guns can be prohibited on private property. Texas, like many open carry states, stipulates that retailers and other private property owners that want to ban firearms must do, uh, may do so. The catch, they quote, have to post this big, ugly sign saying so, unquote, says Houston attorney Patrick Luff, whose firm is representing a family in which both parents were shot and injured in last month's mass shooting at a Walmart store in El Paso. That so, signage requirements uh, requirement typically deters businesses from enacting outright bans because, quote, then you have to openly announce to your Texas customers that you do not support open carry, unquote. It'll be interesting to see if Walmart puts those signs up. 
It will, or will they in... They're not prohibiting it. Yeah, or, or what will they, they do? To. Or will they do yeah. anything? So we have a Target here in, in town. Um, yep, and a Walmart. And mm-hmm. and Target, you know, there's lots of signs online of, you know, here's the sign I saw on Target, you know, announcing no no guns welcome. Um, but I've never seen a sign there. You know, there's, I think, a lot of places choose not to do it if they can. If they are, it's going to be interesting. I just don't live and I don't think I have lived in a state that requires a signage if you are going to not allow people to defend themselves. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I'm against the state generally. Um, I don't want to see states exist at all. You know, I'm anti-government. I'm pro-peace, pro-freedom. But I got to say, that's one of the least offensive uh, laws I've come across. Like, hey, if, you, if you've got a policy, you really ought to let your, your customers know what your policy is. Right. Yeah, well, especially if you're going to use the police to enforce that policy. Good point. And some places do. It makes sense to have specific legal requirements before you can prosecute a person for doing a thing, like make it very clear that that thing is, is prohibited, prohibited yeah. in this area. Right. We're going to go to Discord, where we've got Bad Slave. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Thank you, gentlemen. I uh, just have to say, I, 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 I'm amazed, uh, you know, at your uh, oversight uh, on, on this whole issue of, mm-hmm. of not even bringing up that when you disarm people, which is what they're doing, they're disarming people, whether it's, you know, all of the people uh, or, you know, just the ones who uh, follow their rules or whatever. But, but when you are disarmed and a company like Walmart, Target or CVS or whoever chooses to not put up at minimum uh you know, metal detectors and 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 a manned uh, guard. Then then they're all they're doing is creating a better target zone. They I think are. We did talk about. Uh, that, yeah, actually. I yeah. point that was like the first thing I said, bro. Yeah, but it doesn't. Oh, okay. It doesn't. I, I that. It doesn't apply to me. I don't go into stores. I don't go anywhere, with the exception if I have to go into a courtroom. That's the one time I have to and give there it up. They have security. They so. do, um, but everywhere else I carry, and I don't advertise it. You know, I, I'm not an open carry fanatic. Um, I just like to know that I have a way to defend myself should the need arise. That's my business. I don't plan on calling the police if someone pulls out a gun and threatens me. So, so when we announce these things, we need to repeatedly say, you are creating um, a less safe zone by taking away people's right to open carry. Uh, you know, you just are. Uh, that, that, you know, that means that, that some people uh, might choose to follow the law and uh, not conceal carry because, uh, you know, before there was... Uh, Concealed carry, you know, constitutionally, as it is now, there was the one where you had to have 
the license. You're to, referring to New Hampshire, just to be clear. You didn't correct, make that clear, yes. but you're talking about New Hampshire's uh, statutes, which uh, up until about 2017, I don't know for how many years before that, because there was obviously a time when concealed carry was allowed in New Hampshire in the past without right. a permit. Then somebody made it so you had to have a permit, and that lasted for some amount of years, and then they undid that in 2017. Right. You no longer have to have a permit in New Hampshire yeah. to concealed carry. They call that so-called and constitutional that's carry. That's a good thing. But, right. but I think it's also a good thing to uh, expose... Uh, these terrible haplophones, and I I call them what? terrible because haplophobe. they're they're actually who has asking a fear of for guns. us to be disarmed as well. What was it? Haplophobe? 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 haplophobe. Okay. That's learn something. Somebody who's afraid of guns. Um, um I think and, it's... and and we don't need that. We you know this is silly in this state of New Hampshire. In in a country in a country that has you know a Second Amendment that says do not infringe and uh, you know and and a state in New Hampshire where you know the language is even clearer still about people being able to it's a part of your right to life. Well, yeah, and right and I think I think we're we're finding lots of ways of demonstrating that and we talk yeah. about that a lot and yeah. I, I think myself and a lot of gun owners we talk to people that are uh, hoplophobic um but you know this this country's been through a lot since it was founded you know what's the one scene you can name in every single western new guy comes into town what's he told oh Got to turn over all my guns to the sheriff when you're within the city limits. That's uh, it's like a standard in every old western, old western, and in the 1800s. Not in the Westerns I've seen. You no, haven't no, seen no, that scene. I've never seen. No. Oh come on! Usually they come into town and there's a gunfight. Well, yeah, there is. I but... watched plenty of westerns, and they carried their guns right into the freaking, you know, yeah. drinking place. Well, this is uh, th- these are talkies. The they have talkies now. So. <laughs> I'm thinking specifically. Of yeah, Clint I can't Eastwood. remember anybody ever um, disarming John Wayne. No, oh my gosh! That. I don't I, remember I, the man with no name being disarmed either. I'll have yeah. to uh, do a little bit of research. And uh, I don't, I don't, go. I don't blame you to you know. I, th- I think it's probably happened in some movies, but uh, it's, it's not a staple. It's almost a standard thing. Hey, Abel. Uh, I wonder if they started like, like splicing that in the um, old westerns. No, nah, I don't think they did. <laughs> I, I just know it was always there. Or it maybe what is that thing when? Uh, history changes and they do it on the slide <laughs> yeah. there's this uh supposed uh mandela, yeah, effect. mandela effect. yes the That's mandela right. effect so uh that yeah. must be what it is well the funny thing is and this is you know along the same lines of manipulation of history the uh the old west was way safer than modern Chicago. Mm, yeah, that's true. Or it wasn't that wild. any major city in america today oh You're god way more likely to get whacked in New York or Detroit or Chicago than you ever were in dead in Tombstone. And they definitely don't encourage, or they don't take guns from the uh, the customers in Westworld, which is the most recent Western I've seen. Absolutely. Mm. 855-450 free. We've been talking gun control, but you can talk about anything you like. This is Free Talk Live. Hello, everyone. This is Courtney Shrem, and I want to invite you to join my husband and I, Charlie Shrem, on his new show, Untold Stories. 
for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today, and you'll hear it from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join Charlie and his guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as they explore our past and understand what that means for the future. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, hour number two. We do three hours of radio every day of the year, pretty much. There are a couple times when, when Ian and Mark decide to go to some crypto convention or something like that. But 99.9% of the time you tune in, we're going to be here for you where you can call in and you can change the subject. We've been talking about guns and we've been talking about policies of Walmart and now Wegmans and now CVS and some other national chains that are saying respectfully, Please don't bring your open carry guns in here. Don't display your gun. If you're going to bring your gun, don't display it. They all stop short of saying we no longer welcome um, guns in our stores. Right. And it begs the question of what would they do if somebody wasn't feeling too respectful? Right. If they walked in. And they walk into the Walmart, they're open carrying, just a handgun. I'm not talking about one of these guys with a rifle slung to his back. Those guys are totally looking for attention, clearly. Uh, But somebody waltzing in with a handgun, going about their business, does a manager then come up to them and say, excuse me, sir, we have a new policy where we are respectfully requesting that you leave the gun outside or conceal carry it in the store. And then if the person comes back and says, well, thanks for the request. I'll just go ahead and continue my shopping now. Request Are denied. Are they going to then say, well, sir, I'm going to have to insist? Or will they turn around and say, well, thanks. Have a nice day. I mean, how are they going to handle that is what I'm curious about. And that, that'll be in. Well, hopefully they're going to arm these Walmart managers just in case. <laughs> That's a good before idea. Before they send them out to do this. I don't think they'll do that. No, I don't think they will either, yeah. which is why, uh, you know, Johnson, whose uh, loved one works in a, in a Walmart, yeah. uh, is concerned because she's in management. And so it would then fall to her uh, to approach anybody who walks in with a gun. And then, you know, as nobody's pointing out here, she won't be armed, likely by Walmart policy. So right. that means that if there is really a psychopath uh, that has just walked into the store, their first target will be the Walmart employee or manager or whoever it is that is tasked with approaching them. Yeah. And uh, and lots of companies have a no – forget about your policy for your customers – what is the policy for employees? Mm. Lots of lots of places that are otherwise gun friendly have a no firearms allowed at by work. employees yep, by, at work. So mm. that begs the question: Are are they going to ask everyone to be disarmed? And and I don't care which side of the the debate you're on. And if you're against guns, period, you're not even going to believe this. But 
actually Americans save people's lives every day with the use of a handgun or mm. a rifle. They stop crime. This actually happens. The estimated number in the United States is somewhere around uh, 500,000 crimes are stopped by a private individual with a firearm. Some of those are openly carried. Some are hidden. My Uncle Lou had to shoot a guy in uh, Fresno. That's terrible. In the uh, 70s or 80s, he was running a store, and the guy came in and tried to rob him, and he shot back. And, uh, you know, I'm glad my Uncle Lou had a gun because, you know, I loved my Uncle Lou. Yeah. You know, he's gone now, but... You know, I, I'm I'm glad he survived that encounter by having a firearm. And regarding open carry, a lot of crime is stopped by the uh, appearance of a gun. If somebody, if if a robber comes in before and, it even starts, right before it even starts, they see mm-hmm. that okay, if I rob this Walmart, um, I'm going to be dodging bullets too, not just everybody else. I'm going to be having to keep myself alive. That's yeah. a that's a deterrent. Now, well, it is a deterrent. Now, the tactical risk of open carry as opposed to concealed carry is: let's say you're you're confronted with a different uh, different quality of criminal. Say you're dealing with a determined bank robber. His response to seeing a firearm openly on one customer's hip might be to shoot that customer in the back of the head and to get everybody else's attention. Sure. Um, if he only sees one, um, yep, that's a risk the open carrier is taking. Oh sure. yeah, it, it is a risk. It is a, it's a risk I I took. It's just something you have to work into your calculus. Is uh, when you open carry, you give up surprise. So if somebody mm-hmm. hostile does show up, he knows exactly where his attention needs to be. Yeah, and and that's a that's a, a legitimate concern. I just. Um... I hope people continue to do what feels right for them. I hope a lot of people continue to open carry where they're allowed. I hope they conceal carry where they're not allowed to open carry. You know, like I said, I I was in Walmart today. It didn't stop me from concealed carry. I never even gave it a thought. I don't really give a give it much of a thought here in New Hampshire, which has very uh, liberal gun laws. Um, Compared to some places in the country where, you know, even if I were caught with a round of ammo in my car and no gun, I could be arrested. Uh, hello, Massachusetts. Um, that happened to uh, nobody in Massachusetts, actually. You were arrested for uh, a handgun and I think a little bit of ammo, right? Uh, yeah, I had a five-shot Taurus three fifty seven, and I and I had a... Uh, uh, Five rounds of ammunition and, well, also a half a pound of weed. And and amazingly, you got, what, time served on that? And they just took the gun and the weed and, like, yeah. after a little bit of court wrangling, you were you were done. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> they was... just straight up robbed him. Well, I mean, the thing is, I I actually had a public defender who was, uh, who was vocally willing to make this into another Heller case. Mm. And I think they wanted it to go they said, away. Yeah, that's that. We're, uh, we're done. Go back to New Hampshire. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, her whole theory was if you can leave new, if you, ha- if you can legally have a gun in your car, 
um, in New Hampshire, and you can legally drive across Massachusetts to get to Pennsylvania, where mm-hmm. you can legally have a gun in your car, then why couldn't you turn around halfway there? Yeah. You know, that's, and that's just an oddity of, of the way the laws has worked and been interpreted. Well, and there was the Firearm Owners Protection Act or something like that that was signed by Reagan, and it was supposed to provide that you could cross state lines, you know, if you had a firearm. And instead, it it sort of created this whole insanity that states said, well, if if they stop for the night, then, you know, God forbid, um, then that law ceases to apply. It's insanity. Yeah, absolute insanity. And I have they ever enforced a case like that? Yes. Um, New York City is notorious for it. And I'll explain the circumstances in an example. A friend of mine uh, was traveling to North Carolina and he was from California and he had his handgun with him and he locked it in a case to ship on an airline. And he went on said airline. He got into LaGuardia. And he, you know, got his baggage and then he went and stayed in a hotel for the night. And then he went back to LaGuardia for the second uh, leg of his travels. Uh-huh. And he went in and he said, I'm just here to to check my my legally transported firearm. They said, no problem. Uh, just a second. And they called hotel security and he was immediately hotel arrested. Security? Excuse me. Airport security. Okay. Uh, immediately arrested and Because he went into New York with the gun, basically. Yeah. Yes. He even though night it was, in a hotel. And spent the night in a hotel yeah. and went on his way the next day. But um, that is it. And there are lots and lots and lots of- What happened to the of, case? As far as I know, uh, he ended up plea dealing or something that, that got him out of it. This was a few years back. But mm-hmm. it is surprisingly common- um, that New York loves to bust people at airports, even when they're traveling legally. You know, that that's what this law was supposed to address. You know, you should be able to travel uh, without saying papers, please, everywhere you go. And you should have uh, the ability to lawfully carry your sidearm from point A to point B within the United States. We got that whole, what's it called? Second Amendment type thing. Uh, but a lot of people don't like it, and New York certainly doesn't. And San Francisco, they just passed a resolution against the NRA calling it a domestic terrorist organization. We are definitely getting to that. 855-450 free. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. You can also use Discord. Discord is a very cool app. If you want to contact us, all you got to do is load up the Discord app on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop, use your high-speed internet connection and your quality microphone, and you will sound like you are in the studio with us and the us in studios myself chris it's ian and nobody and we've been talking gun control and we were just sort of getting into the firearm owners protection act uh federal law that's supposed to allow you to travel across state lines if you're legally allowed to 
possess your firearm in state A and you're traveling to state B where it's legal, you should be able to cross across all sorts of states where it may have some regulation against it. Uh, It doesn't always work out that way. Um, We were discussing that, and this is all discussion sort of started with Walmart and Kroger and Wegmans and a number of other uh, businesses that have decided to follow Walmart's lead and say no more open carry in our stores. It upsets some people. And we say it also makes your stores less safe because I don't know any of those stores that actually have uh, armed guards that are there to protect you. Uh, you mm. are Your protection is up to you. Um, but it's private property, which makes it a little stickier. And personally, um, places tell me they don't want me to show up with a gun. I will no longer be a patron at your store or your restaurant. Uh don't go to Starbucks anymore. I don't go to uh, Panera Bread anymore because they voiced that preference. Um, and Walmart has said they just don't want to see it openly carried, so I won't openly carry at a Walmart or those other stores. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, and, Ian, you had another story. Yeah, actually, it was uh, nobody that had this one, but uh, he doesn't have a laptop, so I got it now. Uh, from the Washington Post, which I'm surprised I'm able to read this because they put down insane levels of uh, restrictions on their website recently. But the San Francisco Board of Supervisors apparently passed a resolution this week declaring the National Rifle Association a, quote, domestic terrorist organization. Now, how does <laughs> so a city declared this? The San Francisco Board of Supervisors, oh. which sounds like a city well, they, body. They are yeah. supervisors, so after it's, all. It's terrorists calling activists terrorists. terrorists. There you go. Um, tell me more. Yeah. This is just too bizarre. They are now urging the city to examine their financial relationships with companies that do business with the group. So, Ooh. yeah, if you've got a contract with the city of San Francisco and you have a contract with the NRA, they may be trying to break ties with you. The sharply worded declaration noted recent acts of gun violence, including the July shooting that killed three people, all younger than 26, at a food festival in Gilroy, California. Hey, wait a minute. I thought that California has strict uh, strict gun restrictions. How did that happen? Yeah, they um, got a lot of gun control in, in California. The gentleman at the uh, Gilroy, I believe this was the Garlic Festival. Food uh, festival of some sort. Yes, yeah. uh, I think it was a Garlic Festival. He traveled to Nevada to purchase a firearm ah, and then traveled see? back to California. So uh, I thought California's magic border would have uh, filtered it out, filtered it out, you know, just kind of scoops up all guns as, as you pass it. Maybe but evidently that's build a not wall. the case. <laughs> build a wall. Build another wall. California is, uh, they're probably further along in putting a wall on the southern border than any other state. Uh, they've been working on that thing for years. Here's the hmm. uh, an excerpt from the declaration. Quote, the National Rifle Association musters its considerable wealth and organizational strength to promote gun ownership and incite gun owners to acts of violence? Yes, yes. I just uh, wow. see. I if I were at the NRA legal department, I would be them. preparing a suit for libel yeah. and slander right. and defamation of character. 
Look, I'm not going to defend the National Rifle Association generally. I think they're a weak-ass group as far as gun rights uh, is concerned. But I'm going to defend them in this instance because I don't believe that the NRA has actually done anything to incite anyone to an act of violence. It's certainly not an act of initial violence. I mean, obviously the NRA supports defensive violence, but I don't think that's what they're suggesting here. Although the NRA doesn't support defensive violence against police. Right. Yeah. You know, they've got magic suits. I just, uh, the NRA, and here's another, you know, this is a little bit of insider knowledge from for you gun uh, haters out there. You know, you want to talk to somebody who has been an NRA member. You want to know what I got from the NRA every day. Uh, pretty much every day you get a secret communique. Asking from for money. The, uh, they ask for more money. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you like, you, you can get this uh, Charlton Heston uh, wristwatch if you send them, you know, 10000 <laughs> It's just every day. And uh, if you want to save the planet, um, convince someone to uh, stop. Uh, being an NRA member. Well, they're all like that. I mean, that's just every think tank activist group in Washington, D.C. is constantly sending fundraising newsletters. They they do need it's the money. It's so annoying. The, the problem is, is the NRA doesn't actually support gun owners either. I mean, no, that's, they, that's the real issue. Yeah, it's I mean, they were nowhere on Philandro Castile. Uh, exactly. Which was Def- very irritating. That silence. was a clear case of... Extrajudicial police. This murder. was the uh, the black gentleman in the car yep. who got shot to death for no reason, right? Yeah, for, for yeah. being a legal gun he, owner. He had a legal gun on him, and they they just shot him. He had a concealed and, carry permit. You know, some yeah. people thought it was because the NRA is racist. I think it's because the NRA has their uh, their yeah their 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 cop suckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's. It's sad to see uh, organizations that used to do good things uh, come down on that side. The NRA has been through a whole, uh, a real disaster in terms of their oversight. And this is outside of, of the issue at all, but um, people were making an awful lot of money working for the NRA. And yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of nice houses were bought by the NRA. So it's just not a not a good organization. And I haven't sent them in. I, I dropped my membership. A decade ago, more. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'd prefer gun owners. Gun owners. Gun owners. Dot org. Gun owners of America. Yeah. yeah. Now, aren't the Jews for preservations of firearm firearm ownership pretty principled? They may be. I, well? I'm not familiar. They're very with principled, but they're not very big. Right. Right. Well, neither is gun owners of America compared to NRA. Right. Like, isn't the NRA just don't don't they dwarf all the rest of them? They probably do. probably they're yeah. the establishment choice for right. that. Yeah. Well, and the reason why they're gonna you know be pro cop is because they're pandering to usually people who are on the right wing who are also, for the most part, very pro-law enforcement because they they view themselves as, we're law-abiding citizens. Right. We're just law-abiding. We would never, we would never disobey the law. Like and our so, police never right, disobey we the We love law. our police. They're out there helping us enforce the laws, and they like guns too, except when they're taking them from you. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, it's insane, and what we need are more support for smaller gun rights groups that actually understand what this stuff is about. And the the Jewish uh, organizations those are those are people who definitely know because they already got their guns taken away by Hitler. Eight fifty five, four fifty free. This is Free Talk Live. 
Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com this is free talk live 855 450 free that's our toll-free number that's 855-450-3733 you can call in you can we've been talking guns and gun control and and Walmart's decision to no longer welcome people who are open carrying. It's kind of unclear what they're doing. They're just respectfully asking people not to open carry in their stores. But first, I want to tell you about balance of nature. Good nutrition is key to looking and feeling great. However, eating right all the time can be a challenge. Travel and work schedules can get in the way, or you may not have the desire or time to shop and cook the right foods. Balance of Nature has a solution with just three of the Balance of Nature fruit capsules and three of their vegetable capsules. You get 10 servings of fruits and vegetables. That's a lot of nutrition. For a limited time, you can also get free shipping plus a free set of fruits and veggies. That's the the fruit capsules, and the veggie capsules. Just go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FTL. That's balanceofnature.com, coupon code FTL. I tried these. I, I just, our our good friend, Riley uh, Riley Blake, who does He the, works for them. Does he? Is yeah. that what, that's how I got a hold of Yeah. Him. So uh, he, he does the Daily Digest for Free Talk Live. It's a short 30-minute synopsis of what we talk about every night. He does it, and he does a great job. But, but you can get that over at feeds.freetalklive.com. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but he had given me some of these when he was out here in New Hampshire last time, and I said, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a shot. And they sat on my shelf for two, three months, and uh, so I, I figured last night I'd give them a try. Um, I thought that the, the fruit didn't taste like anything. It's just a capsule, keep in mind. You can swallow these and probably not get any flavor. I got a little flavor out of the vegetable. It tasted remarkably salad-like. Um, it's just sort of a mix of all vegetables. I don't know. I'm going to try them again when I get home and hmm. uh, see if I get that that taste but you know there's i tried the fiber mix thing and it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be really <laughs> i haven't tried that it's sitting in the kitchen if you want to really how how many are you supposed to uh uh one to two scoops scoops so glass it's of water something or whatever. mix in. Yeah, yeah okay that's interesting yeah it's like spices so they made like a fiber mix out of spices interesting yeah uh, every I looked at their website. Everything appears to be, it's a hundred percent natural. I mean, mm-hmm. like it smells like a spice cabinet when you open that thing. I'm like, geez, <laughs> that's sort of the feeling I got. Yeah. It's like I was in the middle of the vegetable aisle at at a grocery <laughs> store and just and it it has other stuff. It has shiitake mushrooms in there and all kinds of stuff. It's all flash. Yeah, I put flash it off froze. for a few days because I wasn't. <laughs> it didn't. It doesn't smell uh, enticing, but. 
It wasn't bad. It was, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Good. Our our experiment yeah. will continue. Yeah. Um, Ian, you've been telling us about um some news out of San Francisco. I know that's a shocker. Um, the sh- or who who is this group? That's this is the board of supervisors, and I presume that's like the same thing as the city council, but I don't know for I, sure because they have different names for these things in different parts of the country, right? Like in in New York, they're um, oh god, what are they called? They're they're not city councilors in New York. Yeah, I've... aldermen. Aldermen. Thank aldermen, you. That's right. it. Actually, even in uh, New Hampshire, they've got different names. Manchester, they call them aldermen. Here in mm-hmm. Keene, which is also a city, they're called city councilors. Right. We have uh, that. There's selectmen at the town level. Town level. It's, it uh, so depends on the size. Yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of like the occult. You have to vary your spells to keep people <laughs> fooled. You right. have to, oh, this has a special meaning and these have special meaning. Well, it literally is occult um, as far as, you know, they have their charismatic leader they have their jargon they have their you know culty traditions and it's very much like a cult indeed and this this kill you if you try to get away that's right this group of occultists have decided to declare the nra a terrorist organization right i don't know what that does because who are you it's just the san francisco yeah you're just making a a political statement political statement that's it but they they, that is may not be all though they are uh, saying they're looking at their financial relationships with companies that also do business with the nra that's interesting so they may try to put some economic uh you know pressure on Mm. companies that do business with them They said in their statement that the NRA, the National Rifle Association, musters its considerable wealth and organizational strength to promote gun ownership and incite gun owners to acts of violence. I don't think there's any evidence for that. Completely false. The National, they continue though saying, quote, the National Rifle Association spreads propaganda that misinforms and aims to deceive the public about the dangers of gun violence and ellipsis don't know what they cut out there the leadership of national rifle association promotes extremist positions like what like enforcing the gun laws that are on the books yeah because they don't fight for any new uh i won't say they they never fight for repealing any gun laws no and as far as i'm concerned they're toast every gun law is in violation of the Second Amendment. That's yes. my personal opinion. It's a fact. Republicans had total control of the House, the Senate, and, and the, the presidency. House. They didn't repeal a single gun rule. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And, um, act, act, well, I'd have to look at the timing. Did they enact uh, some during that time, too? Was I don't think they did. Yeah, I think Because the only after. thing we've had is the bump stock grab, and that was... Just Trump uh, directing somebody to change their opinion on what a bump stop stock was, basically. Uh, basically, what he magically did with his pen and his instructions was turn a piece of plastic into a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the eyes of the law, this previously uh, rarely used... Uh, firearms accessory it was just a joke bump stocks were a joke until one guy used one and the entire uh, history of bump stock attacks in the united states as far as i know has been one so based on the actions of one crazy guy um let's take away your right to own pieces of plastic 
the leadership of the NRA, says the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, promotes extremist positions in defiance of the views of a majority of its membership. Well, now, if that were true, first of all, we don't agree uh, that they promote extremist positions. They take pretty, you know, lame positions when it comes to gun rights. Um, But uh, even if it were true, if they were defying the views of the majority of their membership, then you would think the majority of their membership would exercise their majority influence and change the organization or leave it. Yeah. So I I don't buy this claim at all. Uh, and they further claim they're defying the views of the public, which, of course, is, uh, a, you know, it's a code word. They don't right. sometimes sometimes the co- the public means all of us. And sometimes the public is code for the government. Mm. Or, so, or sometimes it's liberals who support what we, yeah. the people of San Francisco or the board of whatever support. Further, they claim yeah. that their so-called extremist positions, quote, undermine the general welfare, unquote. The resolution was adopted unanimously by the board's 11 supervisors, noting many of the statistics that make the United States stand out in terms of gun violence, stating that the country's gun homicide rate is, quote, 25 times higher than any other high-income country in the world, unquote, and that 36,000 people in the United States die in gun-related incidents every year, which, of course, can mean a whole range of different things. Um, the bulk of those, I'm going to say, the bulk of the deaths are due to the war on drugs. The mm. bulk of gun violence is due to the war on drugs. Yeah. And that's going to be either the police killing people because they're involved in the drug trade, or as drug dealers killing other. other drug dealers. Well, remember, this or wasn't a statistic about people who try to violence. rob drug dealers. This wasn't a statistic about gun violence. This was gun-related incidents. Which includes suicide and all sorts of other it things. It includes somebody who dies with a gun in the room. Right. You yeah. know? And that's uh, cast in a pretty wide yeah. net. Unbelievable. 855-450 free. What do you think when your city board makes a political statement on your behalf? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. That's the number you call to get on the air and tell us what's on your mind. It doesn't have to be what we're talking about. We've been talking about uh, insanity in gun regulations and insanity in San Francisco. I don't know why I used an and in that. If I hear insanity in San Francisco, it usually has to do with some gun regulations. First, I want to tell you about local.bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy and sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site and... This is a big bonus. All communications between between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. And uh, Ian has been telling us about this these board of uh, board of supervisors in San Francisco. You did check, and this is basically the city council, except they're yeah. county council, basically. In, right? in in the world of municipal 
politics. Sometimes, like in New Hampshire, the people are the legislative branch of of government, of local government. The people in, live in my town were the legislators. In uh, San Francisco, regular people can't be bothered with that, so they uh, elect a board of supervisors. Those 11 people become the legislative branch of city government. The Ubermensch of (laughs) San Francisco. So, uh, yeah, uh, they have declared and passed a uh, resolution saying that the NRA is a terrorist organization and they have asked their membership to commit untold acts of violence. I don't say untold for dramatic effect. It's just they don't mention any actual examples of uh, the NRA asking their people to uh, go out and kill people. Yeah, I, I called up like nine of the 11 today. Did this, you? This morning. I, I read this and I was irate. And I said, you know, the uh, the definition of a terrorist organization is one which uses violence to achieve political ends. That's correct. So although the NRA is not a terrorist organization, your police department is. <laughs> the FBI is. Yep. The CIA is. Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, yup, all of them. <laughs> Which makes them the head of the San Francisco terrorist group. Exactly. The police yeah. will do their bidding. Yeah. The way of infamy is to accuse your opponent of that of which you are guilty. Indeed. And that's what San Francisco is up to. WashingtonPost.com with uh, the story here saying that the city is also going to be assessing contractual and financial relationships with vendors that do business with the NRA. The statement they made notes, quote, The city and county of San Francisco should take every reasonable step to limit those entities who do business with the city and county of San Francisco from doing business with this domestic terrorist organization. Oh, my God. So I got to wonder, does anybody ever actually, do they actually have uh, NRA bumper stickers in San Francisco? I'll bet that's going to be how they're going to identify them. Somebody in your parking lot has an NRA sticker. Well, I mean, they they probably have some public data on who the NRA does business with. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a list that the NRA publishes or whatever, but we've read stories in the past um, where some organization, somehow it's found out that they're donating to the NRA or that they're sure. providing like a discount. Because I guess like the NRA yeah, has like NRA a NRA members get discounts like uh, AAA. AAA members right. do. So they have a list, right? The NRA has a list of, oh, you're in our club. Here's yeah. where you can get a, you know, a benefit because you're an NRA member. And so San Francisco is going to check that list and check it twice. <laughs> and then they're going to go down their list of contracts and they're going to say, oh, well, we do business with them, too. We're going to let them know we're no longer going to buy their road building services uh, or whatever it is. Uh, you know, you can't clean our porta potties unless you stop doing business with the NRA. That's what yeah. they're going to do. But there's Is more. Is that even legal? I, I, there's just, I, I think, I You're look right. at the statement that they made and I just think the legal department of the city must have plotted. I mean. <laughs> right. I mean, the idea that the NRA didn't have lawyers just you know, rubbing their greedy little hands together going, oh, thank you, San Francisco. You have stepped in it as as much as you possibly can. Is there, I mean, can can cities arbitrarily choose because of political beliefs who they 
do business with? You know, what if one of those businesses that happens to uh, donate to the NRA is a um, female-owned business? I, I'm sorry, Black it's female. Not, not really <laughs> Black gay female. Well, I say female oh, well, in quotes. You know, it's if a, they if they don't toe the line on gun control, they're not really minorities. Uh, uh, liberals, liberals only only put uh, protected status to those those minorities that, that are willing to them. toe the line on liberal opinion. That's true. They uh, further said in their statement, "quote The NRA conspires to limit gun violence research, restrict gun violence data sharing, and most importantly, aggressively tries to block every piece of sensible gun violence prevention legislation proposed on any level, local, state, or federal." According to somebody. That's uh, a lie. The NRA ends up supporting half of these uh, cockamamie schemes. Yeah, but none of them are sensible. So, (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't. Okay, good point. That was according to, uh, um, let's see, Catherine Stefani, who is one of the uh, San Francisco supervisors. She said further, quote, when they use phrases like, I'll give you my gun when you pry it from my cold dead hands on bumper stickers, (laughs) they're saying reasoned debate about public safety should be met with violence. Oh, I'm sorry, but that that was... Putting innocents in prison should be met with violence. (laughs) Say that one more time, sorry. Please. I would say that putting innocents in prison should be met with violence. Mm -hmm. Sadly, it rarely is, but, you know, when they're actually coming for you, it's time to shoot back. I was just going to mention that, you know, Charlton... Heston famously said, you know, when they pry it from my dull, he's, he's kind of dead. Can, can, can we just drop quoting dead people to make your point? No, because I'll say exactly that they can, I mean, and the thing is, I don't actually have a gun being, being a felon, but you know, I'll tell you what, if they start going to go door to door, collecting firearms, I'll know it's time for me to get one. I right. think most of the best quotes are from dead people, so no, we definitely oh, can't yeah. stop yeah. using dead quoting dead quotes. people is important, <laughs> especially when what he said is true and absolutely, you know, vital to understand. That's you know? that's most of our system of government. Ms. Yeah. Stefani told the Washington Post she believed the group had earned the designation as a terrorist organization, saying, "quote They should reasonably know by now they're fueling the hate fire in this country. People are dying." And they continue to stand in the way of reform. Wow. Amy Hunter, who's a spokesperson for the NRA, called That's her called self-righteousness, boys and girls. <laughs> Can you self say, say self-righteous? Sure. I knew you could. She called the resolution a reckless assault on a law-abiding, a law-abiding organization. See, there's that whole law-abiding thing again. Absolutely. I told you they love that crap. Uh, its members and the freedoms they all stand for. But here's my question. Would the NRA members, and there's probably some out there in our audience tonight, would you be so law-abiding if they passed a law against your guns? Would you go and be a good law-abiding person and turn them in? And the NRA supported you. At what point does it become wrong to abide the law? Because I can't abide gun control. Yeah. I think it's a bad plan. I'm looking at Catherine uh, Stefani's She's uh, hot. page. She's kind of hot. And that's the first thing I check when I get a story. <laughs> um, she's a veteran, too. So, huh. oh, oh, I'm sorry. She's a city hall veteran. <laughs> oh, whoops. Whoops. I thought you actually had some cojones there. It's San Francisco. <laughs> I can make an assumption that she may have cojones. 
Uh, yeah, she's uh, worked for the Board of Supervisors from 2007 since to 2016. She was an employee there before being elected. So uh, she's she's active. Lawrence Glickman, who's a professor of history at Cornell University, says it's unusual for governments to orchestrate boycotts of private entities. Quote, municipalities in the era of the American Revolution calling for ostracism or boycotting of individuals who violated the non-importation movement by using, for example, British tea. Those might be the clearest antecedents for the San Francisco Board of Supervisors decision. <laughs> uh, nice. So this doesn't happen often. Hmm. Oh, the insanity of the insanity. 855 453 What do you think of... Of this board of supervisors doing what they're doing. What do you think of Walmart saying we don't want open carry? What do you think about everybody jumping on guns bad? This is Free Talk Live. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. This is Free Talk Live. 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. The the radio show, you can still call in and change the subject. We're not going to make you talk about what we're talking about. We got to bring in something to kind of get the party started. But if you don't like what we're talking about, there's another issue that's more important to you. Bring it up, keep it clean, and we'll keep you on the air. Uh, And right now, I wanted to tell you about HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. Do you operate a retail business, and are you looking for a solution for point-of-sale cryptocurrency acceptance? It's never been easier thanks to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. There's no paperwork or approval process to open an account. If you already have a tablet at your cash register, you're almost done. Just visit HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com and follow these simple steps. You'll see them there. There's not much to it. Within moments, you'll be accepting cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Dash at your store. Get started now at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. That's HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. In studio, it's myself, Chris. It's Ian. And nobody. And... Bernie Sanders. He's, I, I think the the is he leading or the a leading? I have no idea. I don't Democrat. pay any attention to that crap. There's nobody that interests me, and it doesn't matter anyway because every time people obsess over oh who's leading in the polls, uh, we're a year away from the election, more than a year at this point. There's going to be a lot that changes between now. Uh, in primary day, and they're always, you know, the, whoever's leading the polls more than a year out is never the person who's leading the polls on primary day, right. you know? Well, that, and I mean, I don't think the Democratic, he has a snowball's chance in hell of getting past the Democratic establishment, which has no desire for an open socialist. Right. You know, 
They oh. want closet socialists. <laughs> exactly. There's a big difference there. They they don't want people open carrying their so, their their socialism. They want it concealed. Concealed carry. <laughs> uh, but well, he is to some extent the socialist standard bearer, right, for the the Democratic Party, and there's a lot yeah. of people behind him. Well, I and I think that you know, really, I think that that the uh, that the real politics strategy behind it is that he's the Judas goat. He gets these people to follow him, and then he turns them over to the establishment Democratic Party, just as he uh, turned them over to Hillary Clinton after she cheated him instead of fighting back. You yeah. know, that's pretty. You know. I mean, he, I guess he got another house out of the deal, but uh, wow, perhaps. that's pretty big sellout. But today, Sanders is under fire for remarks on population control. This comes to us from thehill.com. The presidential candidate makes uh, made comments Wednesday. Senator Bernie, Han- uh, Bernie Sanders has come under fire from conservatives on social media Thursday after he said he would be open to discussing population control as a means to combating climate change. Whoa. Yow. Uh, what does that mean? The presidential candidate made the comments on Wednesday at a climate town hall on CNN after he was asked by an attendee about rising populations and how the planet, quote, cannot st- sustain this growth, unquote. The questioner, identified by CNN as a teacher named Martha Redioff, yes, she teaches your children, uh, said that she realized linking population control to climate was a topic, quote, poisonous for politicians, but it's crucial to face, unquote. You mean we need to start killing people or not having more babies? I'm I'm confused. It's not clear yet what they're talking about well, here, but uh, I would definitely say not having a lot of babies is a good plan. Uh, right, because yeah. then you cannot have the type of babies you don't like. You can choose I'm to sorry. allow babies. What in my character makes you think <laughs> that's why I think that? There is absolutely. You have no oh, basis for that statement. Of course the, the, not. The reality is it's a simple numbers game, which is if jobs continue to be created right. and people and the population does not rise, then eventually you run out of unemployed people. Okay. And what you end up with then is a situation where you have rising wages, where you have rising standards of living. And if you look at it mathematically, it makes sense. There's only so much land. There's only so many natural resources. And we have only accumulated so much capital to create finished products. So until we have capital, which means jobs for more people, I would right. be perfect. I would be delighted to see the population not grow. Well, uh, I've done my part. I've by, done by my part, having, too. I have a vasectomy. I've been uh, fruitful and I've multiplied. Um, em, uh, quote, empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. 
Hold on. I thought it was empowering women to encourage them to have sex. Now they're going to empower them to not have sex? Uh, no, have I sex. Think I think he's talking about babies. birth control. This uh, is the quote. Well, normally, the more you have sex, the more the increased opportunity you have to have a baby, whether you intended to or not. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's true, yeah. but birth control does matter. It makes a difference. It does that's, make a difference, that's but it's, it's not perfect. Kept right. me childproof all um, this time. Uh, this is the question from uh, Martha Redioff. Again, she was a teacher who asked this question of Bernie Sanders on CNN, quote, empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. Would you be courageous enough, asking Bernie Sanders, to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe, unquote. <laughs> Bernie says, well, Martha, the answer is yes, unquote, Sanders said. The answer has everything to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their bodies and make reproductive decisions, unquote, the senator said to applause from the crowd. Well, I mean, obviously I would that's agree true. Um, and if that's what people choose to do, because maybe it's you know an economically good idea, they don't want to have kids and burden their wallets, or they don't want to, they believe destroy the planet, or whatever it is they believe about it. That's fine, but that's not what you know comes to mind when the terms population control. Uh, are generally uttered. Usually in that case, you're thinking of some sort of government program right. uh, that may be sterilizing mm-hmm. people, perhaps against their will, or even exterminating them. Yeah, and certainly having any government program to do anything is a bad idea. So on the one hand, I don't believe in paying people to produce more children, which mm-hmm. is effectively what the welfare state does true and i bet you this lady wouldn't be against ending welfare uh oh i think she would be very much against ending welfare but she's inconsistent if she is because nature already has a standard as to who should survive and who should not survive according to nature if you're able to adapt to the environment in which you find yourself you should survive and if you're not you should not survive so I think Darwin got that right. Yeah, uh, he goes on, uh, quote, the Mexican City, uh, Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world that allow women to have abortions, deny uh, women abortions, or even get involved in birth control, to me, is totally absurd. So he's saying he wants the U.S. government to fund international abortions. Yes. Wow. Uh, Sanders continued, quote, so I necessarily... <laughs> yeah, they can fund their own abortions. I'm so not I, down. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world where women do not have, uh, not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies, and where they have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have, is something I feel very strongly about. About, uh, unquote. Bernie feels very strongly about not only taking your money, but giving it to mothers in other countries. Eight fifty five, four fifty three. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number. 
That's 855-450-3733. That's the number you can call and you can talk about whatever's on your mind. And what's on our mind right now is Bernie Sanders saying we really need to control population. The thing that drives me nuts about this is, you know, that the world can only feed so many people. The 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 load bearing of the planet is a finite number. Well, it's not. Um, people have been you saying... You think the planet can support an infinite number of people? No, I did not say infinite. Well, if it's not infinite, it's finite, bro. Oh, okay. Then I there's only two possibilities. Then I will say, (laughs) I I will say, can handle a lot more. How about that? We we can handle some more people. We can feed a lot more people with sufficient economic growth too. uh, No, no argument. Also, have governments that destroy economic growth, right? That prevent innovation. that, that prevent. You know, all the things that you have to do to chuck and uh, shuck and jive to survive, uh, you know, if you don't happen to be rich enough to own a corporation. But there was a time when we looked at numbers like a billion people on Earth. There is no way the Earth can ever support a billion people on Earth. And was there eight now? Around 8 billion people. Um, The point is, is that there are all Mm. sorts of things that allow us to extend that. It's sort of like peak oil. We're completely out of oil. No, we're not. It just gets more expensive to procure. I mean, the only only, uh, people that I've heard be so so pessimistic is to say a billion were Malthus uh, and, and the little crew that... Uh, that he hung out with, which Malthus, Malthus actually did some absolute, huh? Who? Thomas Malthus. Um, if you read, uh, if you read Brave New World, the uh, okay. the belts in which they carry their birth control are called Marth- Malthusian belts huh. in honor of Thomas Malthus, who was an economist, and basically his belief was that, and he was correct, uh, given uh, current technology, that the population would outstrip the ability to uh, to feed population. Okay. And he was wrong in one, well, two particulars. One is that uh, all of a sudden they found a whole big hunk of new land um, that was the western United States, um, and also, he didn't take into account um, the idea uh technological growth and birth control. Well, yeah. And- uh, birth control wasn't a factor. So, uh, but, you know, birth control is population control. Right. Uh, that's the point that, that people are trying to, or, or we're trying to argue with Bernie. Um, let me see where this is at. S.E. Cup who I guess is a, I, I don't know what her particular politics is. Uh, She's a conservative. Okay. Um, she said on Twitter, how do you say unequivocally no to the question of whether you support the idea of, quote, curbing population growth, unquote, through abortion to reduce climate change? Well, watch. Uh, this is apparently how, and she puts a link to his article. Uh, she compares it to eugenics. Well, that's what, you know, would come later. 
Right. Well, eugenics is generally central planning of the uh, of of the gene pool. Uh, eugenics is to genetics as socialism is to economics. Right. Eugenics is not socialism. Or excuse me, eugenics is not birth control. Uh, yeah, eugenics, eugenics is forced birth control. Mm-hmm. It's when some central planning agency decides, decides right. you get mm-hmm. to have kids, you don't have to kids get to have kids. Uh, the people who handed out, for example, exemptions to China's one-child policy. So those to, are eugenicists. To, to, huh? Those would be eugenicists. Yeah, they they would be engaged in eugenics, and one the one-child policy itself was is, was right. also eugenics. Uh, interesting. The book and that's that, what's coming next. You know, if if Sanders gets his way right now, right. he's not going to go on the cam tr- campaign trail and say we ought to uh, you know, start eliminating these conservatives or whatever. Right. Like, you know, there's certain groups in sure. politics that they would like to see be lessened. And, uh, they, you know, he's not going to say that out loud. But later on, you know, you get uh, socialists in control and you'll start seeing these policies come into play, likely. Yeah. I'm not saying the conservatives wouldn't do it either. I bet they would do it, too. All right. But historically, it is a progressive position. The early 20th century saw a rise in eugenics, this idea that we should be able to plan, we should get the type of people we want. That was a progressive move. Now, that was not today's progressives. Uh, Today's progressives are mostly Democrat. Back and, then, it was Democrats and Republicans were and And if you want to understand the thinking that went into that, there's a guy named Jack London uh, he wrote a short story called To Build a Fire. Uh, he wrote White Fang, White The Fang. Call of the Wild. But he he was a socialist and, and a naturalist, and he actually wrote um, uh, a book, uh, or, uh, well, the book was called uh, The War of the Classes, but he wrote a uh, an article uh, entitled... Um, in hopes of a new rule of of production and basically what this article said was you know once our glorious socialist state has come about and literally everybody born can survive and have children it's going to have huge dysgenic effects okay in other words the unfit will no longer die in a socialist society and therefore they're going to build up and he didn't have any any solution to the problem okay because the the obvious solutions to the problem are all horrific sure you know uh but and and this is part of what caused me to to conclude at in at like 20 that socialism was a bad idea because basically if you have socialism without eugenics your society will collapse under the weight of unfit people and 
so it so it came down to you have to abandon socialism. Well, plus the other people who are unfit for a socialist society are those who will not conform. So if you uh, you know you can't convince everybody to do a thing, we can't ever convince everybody to be libertarian. They can't yeah. convince everybody to be socialist. The difference is the libertarians want to leave you alone, so we won't force our viewpoint on you. But the socialists and the conservatives as well, because you know they're fascists mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, they you know they're not going to leave you alone if they get in control and they start implementing their socialist policy and there's people out there from the right wing or libertarians or whoever out there saying well we don't want to we're not consenting we're not going to join your socialist program well you know they can jail you for some amount of time they can try to put you into a re-education camp but eventually if that doesn't work they're going to have to exterminate Mm. and they will make life very hard as they get to that point through things like minimum wage laws that pick on what they call undesirable people 855 450 free what do you think i think it's horse hockey this is free talk do you have a crypto wealth advisor or coach if so has your cryptocurrency advisor been investing in technology stocks for over 20 years have they left the corporate world and retired or are they still trying to make a weekly paycheck have they produced six-figure results for their customers in the past 30 days and very importantly are they a member of the digital currency council seth maniscalco is the founder of crypto wealth coach and CryptoWealthCoach.com. seth invested in his first broth ira at 19 years old while living abroad and has been investing in wall street and technology for over 20 years with experience in all the money markets. By comparison, so many of these so-called crypto gurus have barely been alive for 20 years. Seth has not only experienced personal success from his own investments in crypto, he has also helped his clients earn six and seven figure incomes, including helping investors make over three quarters of a million dollars in EOS in 90 days and 1,225% in only five and a half months with Chainlink. Seth has helped for the small do-it-yourself guy on up to crypto whales. Increase your wealth. Visit CryptoWealthCoach.com. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That is our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. And I want to give a shout-out to number six number six is a gold amplifier what is an amplifier you may ask that is somebody who has pledged to give at least five bucks a month to free talk live so we can get on more radio stations and reach more people with the ideas of liberty uh as a gold amplifier golds give ten ten dollars a month so thank you very much number six it really helps. You can find out more at... Did you say number six? Number six. That's right. That's the name. Oh, that wow. From, TV from show? The Prisoner. Yeah. Well, uh, whoever you... I am number you, two. Who, who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. <laughs> <laughs> you can find out more about the AMP program by going to amp.freetalklive.com. And we thank you for your donation. It means a lot. So we've been talking eugenics. We're not because we want to. Bernie brought it up first. So well, it was a teacher who asked him about it. The teacher did, and, and he didn't talk about eugenics. To be fair, he's not gonna. He's not that dumb. He's not gonna say anything like that. Right. right now. He just uh, heavily supports the idea of uh, we gotta ship birth control around the globe. It's not enough just to take care of um, Bernie's voters, but we also have to take care of or potential voters. You have to take care of people all around the world uh, the way we want to take care of them. That's the idea of central planning. Mm. 
Um, but um, he's he's catching some flack. Uh, people are basically saying it is eugenics. Um, I don't think that's it yet, but that would be where progressives and socialists like to go um, historically. They they do have some. Track well, how else are you going to make your perfect society? Exactly. I mean, your your society requires everybody to play along, and if they don't, you've got problems on your hands. And you got there's only so many ways you can deal with those problems using the terroristic tool of government, uh, which, as you pointed out earlier, nobody is you know mm. terrorism is the use of violence to achieve a political goal. And so that's what governments do. So you can either use violence to round up the dissidents and put them into re-education camps, which is what they're doing in China right now with the Muslim Uyghurs, uh, or you can go ahead and use violence to exterminate those people. I mean, it's really, you know, there aren't too many other options. Am I missing something here? Um, no. That's, well, that's pretty much I it. mean, if you want to maintain total control, yes. The alternative is to split. You well, know? you can accept, you can pu- push them out. That's an option, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to go to the phones where we've got Barry from Montana. Barry, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hey, oh, I just wanted God. to... <laughs> Sorry, wanted they to had that really loud. <laughs> Not your fault. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to see what your guys' uh, you guys' thoughts were. Uh, I'm... Uh, you know, I'm 61 years old, man, and I've been a libertarian since I first heard about the word. You know, and uh, and 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 I back in the in the uh, early days, uh, the the two parties, the two major parties, your uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. If you were a libertarian and you wanted somebody to stand a chance of winning uh, in a in a uh, an election. In a major election in your state or or nationwide, you had to almost always go with the Democrats because they were more right. in line with everything that I thought. Mm-hmm. But now, the different ones uh, in time, it's, yeah. It's clearly there's clearly no choice uh, for a libertarian if your only choice of a real person being put in office uh, uh, is. Is is the Republicans? So what do you guys think of the irony of that, and how the Democrat Party is now the party of pure government control, and the Republican Party is the party that more aligns itself with a libertarian viewpoint? Yeah, that's not true, though. That's I mean, that's certainly what the Republicans want you to believe. Um, can you put him on hold? There's really loud. You know, just go ahead and grab the the hold button. There's really noisy line. Um, Oh, you you dropped his call. Uh, thanks for the call. That sorry wasn't, about that. Uh, his intention. If you, sorry, if you call back um, in, um, we'll take your call again. Yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, uh, you know, this is like a myth, myth uh, mythology, the idea that the Republicans are necessarily more in line with the Libertarians. I think nobody touched on this earlier uh, in the show tonight, that the Republicans had total control of the uh, the federal government for some number of years during the Bush administration. And, they, and during the Trump administration. Sure. And they did nothing to uh, to reduce the size of government. Nothing. Right. Or yeah. or promote gun, uh, you know, more liberal gun laws. They didn't do any of the things that they could have done. It got bigger. The government got bigger during uh, George Bush. And under Donald Trump, the, the largest increases in the size and scope and cost of government. What um, the Republicans are good at is telling lies. And so they lie to their constituency. 
They mm-hmm. tell a good story about you know caring about freedom and blah blah blah, and then when they actually get elected, uh, they do the opposite. Whereas at least with the Democrats, you can at least give them the credit for being somewhat honest with yeah, they want more government. They'll tell yeah. you right to your face. Except they're dishonest about war. Because they are, support yeah. Yeah. every war that comes along, yeah. but but if you ask any of them, they'll say they're anti-war. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Yeah, Most of them probably would claim that. Democrats. Oh, I hate war. This case is just special. Right. Like every other case that's come along. It's okay when our guy does well, it. Well, I like Obama wars. Right. Yeah, there's a big difference. See, if Bernie How do you goes- front a guy a Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> We're just going to give you a Nobel Peace Prize because we assume you're going to earn it over the next eight years. Exactly. We're going to stay on the phones where we've got Bill calling in from Ohio. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Hello. Oh, my God. Board up, please. Turn the, turn the callers down. They're blasting us out here. Bill, I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. I- yeah. Um, hopefully they can get a hold of that. Yeah, I don't it's know a, what's going on. Just kind of because phones are lighting up and we've got really bad audio. Um, yeah, the Democrats, I, it's just cyclical. Uh, pick your tyrant. You're going to have a different set of tyrants in uh, next election. And, you know, if you wait around, you'll you'll find tyrants you like because they're the right color, red or blue. Uh, it's just insanity. Um, we're going to try Barry from Montana. This is the guy we had on previously. Yeah. Uh, Barry, are you there again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, much better. I didn't know. Much better. Sorry. Uh, are we? Did you did you get to hear my um my what I wanted you guys to uh, hear your thoughts on? Or did yeah, you, uh, I, you probably didn't I, hear because well, we accidentally hung up on you. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, basically I'm calling the Republicans a bunch of liars because they don't do anything to make the government smaller. It's a load of crap. Okay. Oh, oh no, I'm not in disagreement with you on that. But, uh, if you want to talk about, uh, uh, say right to carry, uh, laws, uh, or, or gun rights in, 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 in any fashion or form, sure. uh, you surely can say that the Democrats are on our side more than the republicans no i would give you that one issue the republicans are better on gun rights generally than the but Democrats. again they had full control of the of the house the senate and the presidency a couple of times in the last couple of decades and they can didn't contr- uh, repeal a single unconstitutional gun law they could have rolled them all back right yeah, yeah. and every I, gun I, law I, I is unconstitutional I agree with you 100%, but you, it's kind of like, what? what is the, the choice here? It's kind of like, uh, if you go with the Democrats, that they're, they want to basically, in general, with a few exceptions, maybe, I don't even know who they are, want, who, who are, want to take them away, period. Uh, they want disarmament. Well, well the mean, choice is, there, I'll vote for the disarmament. Libertarian. If the Libertarians actually put somebody up that's decent, uh, I'll vote for them. There's a choice. You don't have to vote for just the Republicans or Democrats. Yeah, I voted for Gary nope. Johnson, and I'm very pleased with that decision. I can't think of a better one I could have made at the time. Barry, I'm glad you called I, back, and well, I apologize for hanging up on you before. That was completely me, 855-450-FREE. What do you think? I mean, does it matter whether it's Democrat or Republican, or is it the same bunch of clowns wearing a different color? 
This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. It's our final segment, but there's still time. If you want to get on the radio, call up, change the subject, talk about what we're talking about. It doesn't matter. It's open phones because it's always open phones here. In studio, it's myself, Chris. It's Ian. And nobody. And we've been talking about Bernie Sanders, who dared dared talk about birth control on a national basis and then he started talking about it on an international basis apparently it's uh bernie sanders role to um make birth control a human right all around the globe not just a u.s right at your expense at your expense so there you go now i may support giving out birth control to people but I would support funding that on a voluntary basis by people mm-hmm. who support that rather than forcing everybody to right. support it through the uh, tax system. And it's one of those things that, I mean, I don't, I don't care who supports it. You know, I, I somehow I always manage to find birth control myself uh, or whatever woman I happen to be, you know, with at the time, birth control having birth control wasn't a challenge for us. So I don't know what it's like to not have, um, you know, a, a, you know, a buck for a condom or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, um, I'd rather put money behind more permanent birth control measures. If I were to be donating, I'd rather donate to vasectomy, uh, operations and hysterectomies to, you know, prevent people sure. from having babies in the future. Not if, this one off, you know, condoms or whatever, but, uh, just <laughs> spend the money and get the actual operation. I usually, I actually used to distribute condoms when I was selling weed. I mm-hmm. kept a bowl of condoms and, you know, just take one if you need one. There you go. You did your but, part. But, uh, you know, it was, well, it was also a disease thing, you sure. know, keeps, keeps disease down. So distributing condoms is good, Still but, good. you yeah, know, sure. it's, you know, it's not long-term birth control. We've been having some problems with the phones we're going to try one more call it's bill in ohio bill you're on free talk live hello Hi, bill. I'm a, hello i'm a long time listener welcome um it's, it's ironic that you know they finally are starting to come out and say what i've been telling people ever since this global warming climate change nonsense ever started which is they're going to use it to kill people i mean it's clear i mean just it, because, you know, I even had a professor when I was in college say, well, you can, you know, there will be people who will exceed their carbon emissions limit. And what's that mean? You, you can't live under a bridge and not emit the three greenhouse gases, water, vapor, methane, and CO2. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you exceed your emissions limit, where, where are you going to go? You're going to be dead. I mean, they make it a law, and, and it'll be a political tool, obviously. And it is interesting that, you know, Bernie Sanders talks about it's, it's always the poor people. And it doesn't matter what color you are, whether you're red or black or white or yellow. It's the poor people. They right. just want the poor people to quit having babies. I mean, it's obvious. And I can't believe mm-hmm. these people can't see this. Well, you know, I think it would be a good thing if people stopped having children they couldn't support. Um, and, you know... There, so, so from my point of view, that that would be a good thing. I don't think the U.S. should should pay for it. Right. I don't think any government should pay for it. I think that you know private people ought to 
make it easy for their neighbors to get uh, to get birth control because they don't want to be drowned in extra children. Well, and, and see, that's the thing, too, is I think people have as many babies as they can afford, but, you know, and I and I don't think people should procreate. I mean, I've never had any kids. I've never had a desire to have kids. Um, but, again, I don't want somebody telling me who, you know, whether I should have kids or not, and I certainly wouldn't want to impose that on somebody else. And and it seems to me every time they start these programs, it's like like they did in India where they abduct people and forcibly give them vasectomies, or like they do in China where they kill people's babies. And I mean, looking the government to do that is looking the worst way. Yeah, well, um, anything done by government will be done in a horrific way because government is a horrific organization, and that's just how they roll. Well, they only have one tool, and that's violence. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, of course, the guys doing it are all like, well, I was only doing my job. That's right. Yeah, I, I love that. Just following I, I, orders. I told a guy that, yeah, I told a guy, you know, he was telling me that crap. And I said, yeah, that's what all the guys we tried at Nuremberg said, too. That's exactly yeah. right. And, and he's like, well, that's different. I said, how is that different? <laughs> this time I'm Explain saying to me it. how that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Bedford cop give me that line. And I said, well, you know, your job is robbing me, so that's not much of a consolation. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks yeah, for the that, call, man. Thanks, you know, Bill. That, Appreciate okay. the call. Um, yeah, that, that idea that all you have to do is, you know, if, if you work for the government, whether your job's to steal money from other people, well, that's basically the job of government, uh, you don't get that pass from me. Um, and I don't think anybody who's libertarian is going to give you the pass. You know, you, you might think that it's somewhat nest. Maybe you're a little minarchist. You're not full-blown uh, anarchist, but you want a little bit of government. You know, just the the, the essential things, the night watchman state. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you're okay with that. Um, well, it would be a huge improvement, but it's it's not the end goal. It doesn't fix the problem. And the, fixing the problem is government. That's the issue. And and I ask anyone listening to this, would your life be easier? Would you have a better life if you didn't have to pay one third to one half of your income to Washington, you know, to your to your local state government? Maybe there's some things you like. Is there a possibility that some of those things could be provided voluntarily? Is it possible? We got volunteer uh, fire departments all across the country. I mean, why not a volunteer police department if you really needed protection? How about a Mm. space exploration being funded voluntarily? Because normally if you ask people what are the real wins, you know, the government success stories, a lot of people say NASA. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, okay. They've done some okay stuff, no doubt. But if you throw enough money at a at something, then you know a school will get mm-hmm. built, a road will get built. They, the government can get a thing done if it throws enough money at it. It just won't do a good job of it. Right. It won't do it efficiently. Whereas if you look at like the X Prize, uh, yeah. where they offered what ten million bucks or some yeah. paltry amount, uh, they had all these individuals and. Companies and groups competing to win this prize, and there was amazing developments that uh, that came out of that, all completely funded voluntarily. And yeah. honestly, and I'm... NASA can't even remember how to get to the moon. <laughs> they can't build that. the 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 Apollo rockets are outside of their technological grasp again. Huh. How is that possible? <laughs> wow. What? 
What? Elon Musk will do it. Well, yeah. But, but unfortunately, Elon Musk will do it with lots of U.S. tax dollars. subsidies. Yeah, mm. and he'll he'll benefit tremendously from these programs. They'll like also bring up the National Weather Service as well. Yeah. Yep. And uh, there's a whole that even if you just looked at commercial commercial uh, TV stations, how many weathermen are there who can go outside and say? It rained 1.2 inches last night. Yeah, well, I don't think the we National Weather Service invented it. Doppler radar. I suspect that was some, you know, that was some military company or whatever. <laughs> was it the military? Oh, sure. Are you speculating on that, or are you saying that's a fact? I'm saying I'm pretty sure Doppler radar measures a moving uh, object in the air, and it measures mm-hmm. it as, if not, um, it certainly came from military technology. Yeah, there were a lot of advances in uh in military technology they they do seem to be good in figuring out new ways to kill people they do they're <laughs> awfully good at that um but you're right doppler radar maybe it was a you know a first use of that um but i think the idea that you're you're measuring things with radar speeds and and sizes of things i think that probably came from military and that's not to say that government hasn't ever um, discovered something or produced something that well, no one else if has. It comes from the military. It just comes because the military hires a private company to develop a thing. That's a not good because point too. they did anything, right? Well, mm-hmm. it's that government contract that provided the money that allowed that company to do this. It's 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 foolhardy, and we need to start thinking a little differently. That if those companies have that money, because you're general and space exploration is a great one. I mean, who would not donate? You know, a couple bucks out of out of their you know their bill to go towards NASA. A lot of people it, would. Well, I, I would. wouldn't donate to NASA. It's got a long history of being run by Nazis. Well, we, I mean, really, literal, we literal got to space imported, genuine German produced Nazis. Wow, absolutely. Uh, that was Operation Paperclip. Paperclip, very good, Rich. That's all Nobody. the time we have for you tonight, but. Fear not, we'll be back tomorrow with a whole new show, whole new topics, and it's always taking your calls. This is Free Talk Live. Go to electnobody.com. You're not a wild animal, and you shouldn't be tagged and tracked like one. Where you go and what you do every minute of the day, tracked and recorded by your mobile phone, is often more revealing than your browser history. And tech companies make a fortune selling your location history without your consent. Godard bags prevent location tracking and protect your privacy by instantly blocking all cell phone, GPS, and Wi-Fi signals to your mobile device. Plus, they're durable, water-resistant, and built for a lifetime of protection. Visit godartbags.com forward slash FTL. That's godartbags.com forward slash FTL. 